Remember, if you ever find yourself in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. 401-272-3340 for West Fountain Auto Body. It's Kenny. It's Patricia. Maybe Kaylee answers the line. Look for them on Facebook, West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They're right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. So you're riding along and you're maybe minding your own business and going the speed limit, and boom, you just never know when you can find yourself in an accident. You have people that are texting and driving, or they're drunk drivers, or you have people that they're compromised, or they're they're on something, or whatever it may be. People just, they're not paying attention. They're texting. They go through a stop sign. They go through a red light. Uh, they drive very recklessly through a parking lot, and all of a sudden, you have damaged your vehicle. Well, the first thing you want to do is call 911, fill out a police report. If you can drive your vehicle, your first phone call is to West Fountain, 401 401- 272-3340. Maybe you know someone. Do you have a family member or a friend or someone you work with that was in a car accident? Listen, it's it's uh, number one, it shakes you up. Number two, hopefully you're okay. But number three, let's get the car fixed. Call West Fountain, 272-3340. They're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Now, if you're in an accident and you can't drive your vehicle, it was that badly damaged, when the tow truck shows up, tell them, bring this vehicle to West Fountain Auto Body. Look for them on Facebook. This is where I would bring your car. This is where I bring friends, car, family. They will repair your vehicle. They'll handle everything for you. Showroom-like condition. Get it back on the road. West Fountain Auto Body. Since 1927. 401-272-3340. 401-272-3340. Look for them on Facebook. West Fountain Auto Body. It's the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11 and we go until 2 on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at DePietro.com. Now, a couple things, and I want to give some shout outs. Crystal Dent and uh, Pat Rick, remember, join us on Facebook and I'll read some comments. People email me. Everyone needs to pray the rosary. That's right. Put the faith in God. Well, that and social distancing and washing your hands. Remember, Christ, Christ, what did, what did Christ have them do at the Last Supper? You remember Jesus, there are rumors, Jesus was actually a germ freak. Jesus, you know, they highlight that Jesus washed the feet of the apostles, what they don't know, and they don't talk about a lot. It hasn't been highlighted. He also actually washed all their hands and scrubbed their nails as well. Christ also didn't like germs. So uh, where do you think the whole cleanliness is next to godliness came from? Uh, the, the washing of the feet, right, on Holy Thursday, the night before that, that was actually... Um, that's right. Um, someone sent me a comment. No toilet paper in any stores. Well, that's because people are hoarding it. Listen, it will come back. And the stores, things will settle down. Everyone needs to settle down. But Christ, as I was saying, Christ, he didn't like germs either. Right? He didn't like germs. That's why they did the washing of the feet. They don't talk about the washing of the fingernails and the hands as well. He made sure. Um, they talk a lot about the water and the wine. And yet in the, they don't even refer to the fact that... Um, he also could turn regular water into Purell. A lot of people, that's a little uh, unknown fact about uh, our Savior. So, but even then, you know, Christ knew the importance of, he'd tell the apostles, listen, let me show you, wash your feet, wash your hands, right? And uh, scrub those fingernails for crying out loud. 
when he would deal with the lepers, right, and all the unkempt people and everything, he, he would turn to the apostles and say, do you notice that I go wash my hands? I don't just touch these people like that. So, of course, <laughs> of course he did. So it's very, very important to do that. Now, a couple things I want to touch on. One is, and I posted this, Channel 12, and I salute them, they're going after Ch- uh, Governor Raimondo. The, the state of Rhode Island is not releasing where are the cases of the people that have the coronavirus and (laughs) turn the extra cabbage into toilet paper good one now the thing about that and i've said this from the beginning now i don't believe the latest now is 33 i've been telling you it's higher than that it's a lot higher than that it doesn't make sense mass is well over 200 Ramundo's like oh no i'm i'm doing a great job uh, because of me, we're well, and I, I don't believe that. There's there's thousands of people, literally thousands of people quarantined, and then you, they're still insisting um, that Rhode Island numbers are, are way lower than, than Massachusetts. Now, um, the governor, though, th- this is the part that I disagree with, and I want to be very clear about it, and I commend Channel 12. Um, Rhode Island is not releasing the locations of the coronavirus. Wouldn't you want to know, don't you, I should say not wouldn't you, don't you want to know where are the people that have it? And what I don't like is basic information about where the patients um, is being released in nearby states, as Channel says. But the Rhode Island Department of Health, they're, they're not releasing, not even the city and town. And I think that's disingenuous. They're not testing enough. That's why the numbers are low. The numbers are actually very, very high. As of Tuesday morning, I, I, I don't believe this, that now it's 33, 3,000 in self-quarantine, and only two communities where three people who have been diagnosed have been identified. So the Department of Health, who I've dealt with, said the locations are concealed to protect patient privacy. What about your rights? What about the rights of the general public? Don't you have any rights? The protect patient privacy by telling someone, releasing that someone from, example, Cranston has it, or someone from Coventry has it, or someone from Bristol or East Greenwich or East Providence. And then they say, for example, saying someone from Situate tested positive after recently returning from a trip to Egypt is highly identifying. Right, I agree with that. And no one is saying you have to say they came back from Egypt. Somebody just wants to know, does someone in my community have it? And they won't release that. And this business of patient privacy, the Connecticut Department of Health, has been releasing the counties where the infected individuals live. And that state has 68 confirmed cases as of Wednesday morning. And the locations were also released. And what did Connecticut say? Connecticut said, we feel the public has a right to know. Doesn't Rhode Island have a right to know? And again, this isn't, you have a right to know where, or even, that's a good point, Kent County, Newport County, they won't release anything. I, I, I can't tell you enough. Let's look at, so Connecticut has 68 cases. Massachusetts has over 200. And Governor Raimondo is insisting Rhode Island has 33. I don't believe that. It doesn't make sense. It defies logic, as I like to say, that somehow it's that low. So again, I, I commend in Massachusetts, health officials are providing a daily breakdown of cases by, by county. Daily. The data also includes the gender of the person and if the individual is hospitalized or not. There were five cases in Bristol County as of Tuesday, Rhode Island Department of Health. They refuse to even list where the people are in the state. And I think that is, and I think you agree with me, that is completely 
wrong. Of course, Gina won't allow it. She's controlling that. This is another example that she controls that department. She's trying to keep the numbers low. And I did have someone say to me on the air, um, well, you know, compared to Massachusetts, Governor Raimondo certainly seems to be doing a great job. That's exactly what she wants the narrative to be. Because don't forget, this is for her, the new audition to be the VP for Biden. Biden's going to be the nominee. And Raimondo sees this as forget about the failure of her being in office. Forget about that the state missed out on the building boom. Raimondo now is just focused on, look at what a great job I'm doing. Connecticut is 68. Massachusetts has 230 or something or 250. And we have 33. I don't believe that. And 3,000 quarantined that they're not testing. It, it, there's no way. And they won't release any of the counties where the people are. Now, the Westerly police chief, he reported, yeah, we had two, two unrelated children tested positive. Second grader and another who attends a preschool. Cranston School Department. Yeah, it's one somebody positive in Cranston West. That's why they're not in school. So how can it be Rhode Island not releasing locations? And what I don't like is, and they continue to see, they make up, I like to say, they make up the rules as they go along. Now, the other story I posted on Facebook Live, I don't know about you, but this is one of those things I'm not exactly going to lose sleep over tonight. Maybe um, um, I'm definitely not going to lose sleep over the next ACI locks down medium security unit and so now they're going to start testing the inmates for fear that they may have the coronavirus anybody concerned about that <laughs> anybody concerned what there are regular people that can't get tested and they're going to waste it on the inmates the rhode island department of corrections said that the medium security unit locked down three inmates showed flu-like symptoms and, and we're going to test them for that because of the height, see, th this is another example. You know, everything to me with that crowd, and I'm talking about the correctional officers, right? We don't need the names, just the locations. Um, that that is that's exactly right, Don. Only ways to test. We're going to test inmates. You have law-abiding citizens that can't get a test, and now they're demanding. Well, you know, we we want the uh, we want the the unit at the the ACI cleaned out, and we want these inmates tested tested. You have regular people that can't. There aren't enough tests to go around. So we're testing these inmates for the coronavirus. We've placed them in an isolated medical housing unit until we have the test back. Now, if you're one of those inmates, that sounds pretty good. You get to go in your own unit. You're totally away from everybody. That's better than just being in the, in the, in the regular hospital. And think of if you're an inmate, uh, if you're a prisoner at the ACI, all you have to say is, yeah, you know, I, I feel like I can't breathe. And I, I feel like I have flu-like symptoms, like whatever that means. I mean, that's really all they have to do. Not concerned at all. Put the guards back and leave the... I, I agree. Like, what are we talking about? Wasting tests on the inmates? So those are two things. And I, I'm not trying to seem insensitive. But think of everything that is going on right now. And the fact... I mean, the stories are, are rough with people unable to visit a loved one in a nursing home. So people are standing outside holding signs. Um, thank God for those. Thank you, Christine. Thank uh, God for people that have pets. Uh, the pets are people keeping uh, people company. But it is, I think some of the big news is what the, the president, uh, President Trump, is dialed in. I was speaking with someone from the White House at the, um, let's see, on Monday. Monday I spoke with someone from the White House. 
and they were saying you watch the president is not going to waste time with nancy pelosi and chuck schumer and sheldon whitehouse and david cicilline president trump is going to take action uh the president is invoking wartime authority think of that wartime authority to jump in and saying basically i am running the show It's John DePietro weekdays from 11 to 2. Remember, it's on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online. Visit the website, dipietro.com. You can contact me there. You can also, uh, if you want to find out about advertising on the program, you can read the independent report. And if you ever miss any part of the show, just go to dipietro.com. This portion of the program is brought to you by Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop it and see Ron and Melissa their bakery cafe 170 royal little drive in providence now they're right off silver spring street look for their facebook page ron's pastry gourmet they have delicious zeppelas they have everything you need for saint patrick's day they have cookies and pastry they have chocolate covered donuts they have cannolis ron's pastry gourmet world famous you'd always see them at water fire there'd be a line around the block everything is fresh brownies cakes pies and they have the exclusive Trump pastry. That's right, making pastry great again. Try some of the Trump cupcakes or the Trump cannolis. You're going to love it. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They're new. They're open. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. They are right next door to a AAA location in Providence, right off of Silver Spring Street. Again, stop it and see them making pastry great again. They have the uh, Trump gift basket that you can get that's always terrific but everything is fresh ron for 55 years what does he do he creates delicious fresh pastry and it's and for perfect for saint patrick's day for a trump rally ron's pastry gourmet look for them on facebook and again cookies pastry uh brownies chocolate covered donuts cannolis zapelas and everything all trump pastry as well Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, right off of Silver Spring Street. Listen to the John DePietro Show. Weekdays, we start at 11, we go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at DePietro.com. Rush for cash rattles markets. That's not good. I think our elected officials need to speak out more about how people have to stop this panicking, but be more assertive about it. Be more assertive. And also, on top of that, I think they should really start to um, just be stern with people, not be so so relaxed about it. But the president invoking the wartime authority is good because the president this is now the mantle he is on he obviously wants to throw everything at this to defeat it no layoffs reduced rent italian cure for a pandemic uh stocks wipe out all gains i mean it's terrible gas prices though could drop under one dollar that's kind of good news um let's see uh california considering martial law that's not good, but we're not in California, are we? That's a problem. Feel bad for the truckers. No break on the tolls here in Rhode Island. That's right. Well, she doesn't care about that. The governor certainly doesn't care about that. Uh, but I, I again, want to stress 
young people at the beaches um, for spring break in Florida, you know, that is an element of people that are going to be spreading. A lot of those young people probably have it and they're going to pass the virus around. But think of the number of them that might end up in the hospital and you're already seeing like the hospital's overwhelmed. Look at what's going on um, in, in other cities. And I mentioned how one thing that is going on is that the uh, Army Corps of Engineers, they're going to start building. This This is going to have to be like, like a, a war effort, like a World War II effort. They're going to have to build hospitals. China built two hospitals in two weeks. Uh, the United States is going to have to do that. And the Army, Army Corps of Engineers, they're talking about in New York City, they want to have a 1,000-bed hospital floating at the docks, and that's where they're going to put all the patients and I've been saying, and the Ramundo people have ignored it, and I've talked to other doctors that are saying that um, uh, that that they should uh, basically open Memorial Hospital in Pawtucket and and use that as the center, and they're not doing it. I don't know if maybe they feel that it's just too large. Uh, Governor Ramundo, it is true. She went on CNN and was bashing President Trump and uh that just continues um and and it is going to continue but i i believe you know go to the website to petro.com this is i believe open memorial they should it's wide open it doesn't make any sense you have hospitals that are bulging that's where everybody should go if you feel you might have it that should be one you know get funds for that whether it be our congressional delegation or the governor open memorial and make that if you need to be tested if you're a patient if you think you have whatever that's where you go keep them away from everybody else it's an empty hospital uh but you're not seeing that in any way so um there's there's a lot of people that um that are, it, it's incredible how they're being affected and listen i understand in some ways there's several elements of this such as the schools Quonset is um memorial's open memorial is a hospital it's an a vacant hospital and it was recently this isn't like the old um cranston hospital that used to be across from saint paul's church and across from first national memorial was open one year ago and now it's not so you have a full potentially functioning hospital that could be used and that's what they should be doing that's what should should be doing so i know that um right now the, the, the virtual learning is going to have to go into place. It just is. And you, you realize that this is going to be huge for homeschooling. I think this is going to change education. Eventually, this is going to change. There's going to be more remote workplaces. And there's going to be, uh, there's going to be more homeschooling. There's going to be more remote. I don't know. Instead of everyone being at home, you know, maybe then you have 10 kids go where there's a homeschooling or a virtual classroom or it's just the old way now. Think of that. Providence, 25,000 kids and they're in these old buildings and they all complain. And, and you know what else? The teachers all call out sick anyway. This is going to fundamentally change education. Tune into the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go till 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You watch the virtual learning. There's going to be different things that are going to come out of this. 
And one of the things that is going to come out of this is when you think about it, that's going to seem like old fashioned where all these kids trekking into the Providence schools and decrepit schools and the teachers call in sick. Think if you have a virtual classroom and maybe even it's already pre-taped, then, you know, it's better than what's going on right now. And then it could even be repeated. And maybe the student that was sleeping and not paying attention could then go back and watch a video of the teacher giving the lesson. I think there's going to be a lot of changes here. And I think, and think of how much education costs and how much goes into the budget. You don't, you know, this is going to, this is fun. You watch, this is fundamentally, I'm not saying it's going to happen in Rhode Island, but it's fundamentally going to change. And they all call out of, uh, sick out of school anyway. That's exactly right. They all call out sick. The average teacher in Providence, 30 sick days a year, 30 sick days. So there's no learning. So why not just set up a virtual learning? Why not set up that the child comes in and there's a video of the presentation for the day and and then and that's going on at several different places you don't need all the everybody crammed in a classroom have 10 kids but have 50,000 students in third grade all watching the same thing or whatever it is you watch this this there will be no this will not return to the normal i'm not saying it's going to happen here there'll be other states There'll be other states that this is fundamentally going to change. And and I don't know so much about the colleges, but you watch the Providence schools, how much they spend and how much it cost, the sheer cost of the teacher's contract and, and all these contracts. And the kids, listen, I, I even understand if I was in a classroom and the teacher's always calling out sick and there's no one there and it's a substitute and no one cares and you feel that no one cares and and there's the kids are walking in and out of the classroom i mean that that's not an environment to learn of course then the kids are going to walk out so that's right competing in a global marketplace that's what it's about but when you think about it i and i don't know the exact model but it'll be that let's just say a bunch of second graders are all watching the same presentation of class and then maybe instead of a teacher you have one or two aides that are there but they're smaller right because there's 10 kids but instead of all these different teachers instead of 100 teachers there's one teacher and everyone else then becomes an aide and then why can't the child then have the lesson that day and they bring it home on the chromebook and they could re-watch it and if they didn't understand something they could re-watch it and then if you're a parent and you're trying to help your child with uh, the homework, then you could re-watch it, you know, with them and try to figure it out. I believe this will fundamentally change education. Huge school taxes in Westchester County. Well, it's probably some of the highest in the country. Probably some of the highest in the country. And, uh, it, you know, it's been going on. It's, I think education, the way the teachers call out sick. And again, the, the one to watch is this Providence contract because I'm sure they feel, hey, you need the teachers, but but not if this virtual learning is going to take off. If the virtual learning is going to take off, that's going to be the direction. And can you imagine? It would be 25% of the cost. And, and it doesn't make sense. I mean, I'll be honest. It doesn't make sense that all these kids are in a classroom and, and the germs and everything else that goes along with it. The, the outdated model, the public schools have failed. The public school model in most places excuse me not everywhere but have 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 just completely it's not 
and and I think Providence is a good example. You're talking about a $300 million budget, City of Providence, and they are the fourth worst school district um, in the country, one of the worst in the country. And and I think this is fundamentally going to change how that is, how it's done, and why not? You know, right now, what's what's being done is not working. It's obviously not working. So why not try the virtual learning? Why not try something else? And you watch, mark my words, the teachers' unions, they are going to start to fight this big time. Not, not immediately, but at some point they will. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought by Henry Oil since 1947. What a Rhode Island success story. Folks, call them today, 401-521-0200, Henry Oil. It's Carmine, it's Lori. As I said, since 1947, full-service fuel company, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery, 24-hour burner service for contracted regular customers. They have oil burner service and installation, automatic delivery, budget plans, lock and cap pricing, serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. You can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200, 401-521-0200. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery. It's Henry Oil, residential and commercial fuel oil delivery. Go with a local company that you can support and depend on. Henry Oil in 1947. It was Carmine Henry DeSanto delivered that fuel oil with a single truck operation from his gas station on Manton Avenue in Providence. And now the tradition continues. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery serving Rhode Island and parts of Mass since 1947. Call my friends at Henry Oil today. 401 521 0200 401 521-0200. You can also, as I mentioned, check out their website. It's henryoil.com, henryoil.com. Take advantage of the lock and cap pricing or the oil burner service and installation or their automatic delivery or their budget plans. Full service fuel company that you can depend on, Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Henry Oil, 401-521-0200, online at henryoil.com. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by MEGA, MEGA Professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801, 508-336-7801. Now, what exactly do they do, MEGA professionals? They're here to help you run your business by finding you workers. And maybe you need workers. Maybe you need drivers, workers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work, uh, local AKA sleep-at-home drivers, class A, B, non-CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled workers, labor, Healthcare professionals, office professionals, you need workers, you need MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals. You're trying to run your business. Listen, it's a hassle trying to hire people, go through all the resumes, set up the interviews. Instead, it's one phone call to help you with your company. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801, 508-336-7801. 
508-336-7801 for MEGA Professionals. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by MEGA, M-E-G-A Professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. 508-336-7801. Now, what exactly do they do, MEGA Professionals? They are here to help you run your business by finding you workers. And maybe you need workers. Maybe you need drivers, workers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work, uh, local, a.k.a. sleep-at-home drivers, class A, B, non-CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled workers, labor, healthcare professionals, office professionals. You need workers. You need MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals. You're trying to run your business. I, listen, it's a hassle trying to hire people, go through all the resumes, set up the interviews. Instead, it's one phone call to help you with your company, MEGA professionals. 508-336-7801, 508-336-7801 for MEGA Professionals. Just by the sheer numbers, and again, tune into the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11, we go till 2, and it's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Buy gift cards from restaurants. I like that. There's George. Um the locations we deserve to know where the people are i think public right to know where are the people that are infected how old are they gender if you're a parent don't you want to know if some of here's the the key part to me we're finding out in bristol county there's a second grader there's a middle school now that's that's important to know if you're a parent don't you want to know how old are the people and how about the gender right what you know the the department of health in ramundo hiding this information uh it, it doesn't square i believe you have a right to know if suddenly there's a group of younger children that are getting it or maybe there are people someone 90 years old that got it then then i think that would be one thing but what i don't like is they try to hide like that's insulting well we're not going to say someone came back from egypt who lives in exeter because then everyone would know who came back from egypt no one is saying release and i don't even know if someone from situate went to egypt but see how they don't directly answer the question massachusetts daily see what governor baker does daily massachusetts is releasing how old gender and what county you're from so i believe now this is something you can control the governor's office is 222-2080, and I will post this on the Facebook page as well. But I believe that people could call the governor's office, and there should be a demand that they release exactly where the people are, counties in Rhode Island, why don't we start with that, and age and gender. Uh, why not follow what Massachusetts is doing? There'd be nothing wrong with following what Massachusetts is doing. Connecticut is doing the same thing. So think of this. You have Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts. We're to believe right now that Connecticut has basically uh, uh, close to 90, between 70 and 90. Mass Massachusetts, Governor Baker announced they have somewhere pushing north of 230. Raimondo proudly says, I believe, uh, if you caught the governor, 
I believe she did an interview with Wolf Blitzer and said, I think the Biden campaign should know in Rhode Island we only have 33 cases. Now, here's my question for the governor. If there's only 33, then why are the schools closed? Right, Governor Raimondo? You can't have it both ways. If there's only 33 in Rhode Island that have tested positive, why are the restaurants closed? Why is anything closed if you only have 33? So how can you have... And, and if you are the parent of a, chi- a Cranston uh, West student, you, you'd want to know, uh, in fact, if there's more kids that are getting it. If you suddenly start to see an outbreak of high school kids, younger, right? That's something that, that people definitely should know. But for Governor Mundo, I, I don't believe they feel, they're trying to say, well, we don't want everyone to panic. So we're not going to release all the numbers. We're not going to release all the numbers at once because we don't want to panic people. But but I, I, that doesn't square with me. They are not testing enough people. The test does take a while. And what I also want to remind you that I haven't heard enough people talk about this, but I wrote about it if you visit the website depetro.com. And that is that if you get the coronavirus and you don't hear enough people talking about this, so you find out that you're positive. And by the way, the test is very painful. Has anyone told you that? The test is very, very painful. They put a tube uh, up your nose and it goes down your throat um i won't say who but i learned of someone that had the coronavirus and basically he can't talk they destroyed his his uh vocal cords by doing the test now they saved his life and maybe i think it could be repaired but the test itself now there's different testing that they do but one of the tests is they put a they put it up your nose down your throat it's very painful but follow it now. So those that have been tested, here is a problem, a reoccurring problem that's going on. And that is, um, see, watch out for the asteroid tonight, everyone. That, that is uh, ludicrous. I mean, it's, it's, it's people spreading it. That's what's going on. But here is the real uh, genesis of the problem. And the genesis of the problem is, so, and I've told you this, and they're not reporting this. There are people that are being found test positive, they tell them you have to quarantine for two weeks. Two weeks is up on the Monday. They go in. They test them. They say, tested negative. Now, they then say, but listen, stay quarantined because we need to test you on Friday. But the person says, I feel fine, right? The person says, I've been home for two weeks. I need to get back to work. I want to see my family and friends. So they've been in the house for two weeks. They tested negative. They say, ah, I'll just test again on Friday, and I'm sure that'll be negative. Monday, good, feels good to be out of the house. Tuesday, Wednesday, huh, not feeling that great. Well, maybe I'm just tired. Thursday, not feeling well at all. They take the test on Friday, and drumroll, positive. They tested positive. It's back. That's right. They were supposed to stay at home for three weeks, not just two. You're supposed to stay at home until you get two negative tests. Two negative tests. Many of the people, nope, I feel fine. I'm going back out. And now all of a sudden, number one, they're sick again. Number two, the week they went back to work and saw everyone, now they're infecting all those people, and it continues to spread. So like I've told you, um, this is really about trying to slow it down in order to just give the people at the hospitals our medical professionals a chance to try to get a hold of it. But think of what you're hearing in demand ventilators there's a shortage of ventilators they have to build extra hospitals like i said new york city is thinking about a a floating ship at a dock 
would, would have 1,000 beds just for coronavirus patients that the Army Corps of Engineers is going to build. When your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Call them today, 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Now, I like to tell the story. I don't mind. But one morning, I went up to uh, get up to use the dryer and just had done a wash, and suddenly it wouldn't work. Now, did I panic? No. Did I try to fix it? Don't be ridiculous. No, I called Ryan's Appliance Repair at 401 401- 710-7096. We made an appointment. Ryan said, Juan, I'll be there at, at 9 o'clock at 5 of 9. A truck appeared in my driveway. It said Ryan's appliance repair. He came right in, fixed the driver, uh, dryer, excuse me, within five minutes. And then I think it was about two weeks later, I went to make a microwave popcorn, and then suddenly the microwave wouldn't work. So what did I do? I called Ryan's appliance repair at 401-710-7096 and then one time even the oven wasn't working and again who did I call you get the gist of the story Ryan's Appliance Repair 401-710-7096 serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts now Ryan offers a senior citizens discount all work is guaranteed for 90 days parts and labor and he'll also do a Saturday appointment it's Ryan's Appliance Repair when your appliance is dying, you know who to call. Call Ryan, 401-710-7096. If you're a business owner, in today's world, listen, customers are judging you by your website. And for most people, when people hear about a company... Let's face it, you don't have the yellow pages anymore. Most people, they go online and they want to look at your website and that's how they're judging you. So that's their first introduction to you. It's not so much, you know, people would put a lot into the sign or the front of their store. Now, think about it. Your website, that is your signage. That is the first introduction. And that's why my friend Karen Etchells at Innovast is here to help. She redesigned Depetro.com. I've worked with Karen for over 20 years. You can reach her today for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. 401-321-2799. Karen Etchell's at Innovast. Now is the time. Now it's 2020. When's the last time you freshened up your website? Maybe when you first got it and then you don't realize or you first set it online or had someone do it and you don't even remember who did it and it's not as effective as it could be. Much like, you know, you need to sometimes paint the outside of your building or maybe um, inside your store, you realize, hey, maybe we need some new carpeting or a new type. Well, the same goes for your website. If you've been thinking about updating your website or you have questions, maybe get the most out of your social media. You can get a free consultation from Karen Etchells, local digital marketing ex professional, well, marketing professional. She is excellent, and she's been doing this for over 25 years. Contact my friend Karen Etchells, Innovast Digital Marketing. Now, if you go to my website, topetro.com, you'll see her right at the bottom. So that's a click, an easy link. If you can't remember the name or you can't remember the phone number, I'm going to give them both again. But the very least, all you have to do is make your way to topetro.com. And at the very bottom, you'll see Innovast, Innovast.com, and then her photos right there. Karen Etchells, again, take advantage of free consultation 
or find Karen online at innovast.com. Go to log on to dipetro.com and at the very bottom, you'll see the link and you can contact her. So whatever your business is, it doesn't matter whether you're a dentist or a restaurant or whatever business you're in, you need an updated website. Contact Karen Etchells. It's Innovast Digital Marketing. I-N-N-O-V-A-V-A-S-T, Innovast Digital Marketing. And again, 401-321-2799. Take advantage, free consultation with Karen. And also check out her work. I love it. I've worked with her over 20 years. You can see her link at Dipetro.com. If you're following the news in California, it's absolutely brutal right now. And I also put out, there was an interesting thing on um, Twitter. For those that follow me on Twitter, John DePietro show on Twitter, that the people of Italy are saying, you don't want to be Italy. I feel terrible about the situation in, in Italy. And I remind, I, I was just there. My goodness. I was there uh, in the beginning of December. I was in Italy with uh, visiting young Kate DePietro. So um, in Italy, a dire warning of what may come. Uh, Italy, a dire warning. Um, and I'll just, I just want to put it, um, a different piece of this. There's so many different interesting things that are, um, that are being, uh, written about. But if you watch Italy, I don't know what Italy is going to do. As a matter of fact, Italy doesn't know what Italy is going to do. It, it's terrible. They're, they're beyond dependent on tourism. And John Carlo, that was excellent. The, uh, the finest restaurant in the world is one month away from closing. Meaning if they're closed for a month, they close. Kansas becomes the first state to close schools for the rest of the school year. And then there's those threats of New York City that they may do a shelter in place. Although I don't uh, think that's going to happen. The Boston Globe has been terrific. Once we ate together in restaurants, feels like another era. I mean, think of that. How crazy. From Italy, a dire warning of what may come. And this is um, interesting. I mean, you see the people hanging out the windows, uh, waving. Uh, and they write a week ago. Uh, this woman, Susan, and her husband were dining at their favorite uh, Tratadora near their apartment in Rome. I loved Rome. I was there just, I was there in December. Um, special dish of pasta carbonara. And since then, the American, more than 60 million others in Italy, think of this, 60 million in Italy have been confined to their homes, allowed to leave only to buy groceries, medical care, or commute to essential jobs. The streets are all but deserted. Now, this woman says, I cry most days. I feel helpless. She works for the United Nations. So you have people that are over there that are actually, as the coronavirus has ravaged Italy. Think of this in Italy right now. Um, infecting uh, Italy, 31,500 people. 31,500 people are infected and 2,500 people have died. 2,500 people have died, more than any other country aside from China. And the government's taken draconian measures, changed every faucet of life. In a, in a country where greetings tend to include multiple kisses, people touch each other when they talk, from Rome to Milan, those living through the fear and isolation of a quarantine, harsh words of advice for Americans, prepare for the worst, don't expect the purgatory to end soon. This one woman hasn't left her apartment since the lockdown began. Everything has changed. First, there were eerie silence. 
No flights over, overhead. Scant traffic on the normally busy roads. Uh, but the quiet led some hopeful sounds in. Birds chirping. Father and son kicking a ball. Most recently, she hears helicopters, ambulances. Nothing in academia prepares you for this lived reality. Quarantine at home in Milan. Another woman and her husband separated from their one-year-old son who they left with his grandparents for the travel ban took a place. They haven't been allowed to leave the city to visit him. Duncan, 37, he's a, a blogger, runs a local travel agency, said, um, I liken the coronavirus outbreak to crossing the street on an intersection. If we don't take prudent precautions, looking both ways, we risk dire consequences. In Siena, Christian has maintained his sanity by baking cakes and making pasta with his wife and two children, devout Catholic. He watches mass online, spends time in the garden. How about that? My goodness. Um, the phrase most often is um, the grandparents are saying it's like when they were asked to go to war. And that is, by the way, I think how it needs to be approached in the streets. A strange sense of loneliness takes over. No one around. It is uh, it is terrible and it is a challenge. And it is something I want to repeat that I believe the president is rising to the to the um, to the challenge. President Trump Here's the good news. I believe now for those that are Trump supporters is with this type of situation and the way that the White House is approaching it now, now I would believe he's going to remain in office because with something like this and the way they want to get the private sector involved with labs, think about it. You know, anything the government touches is a disaster. Look at the DMV right look at the registry of motor vehicles look at anything that you have to involve the state government the failed providence schools the failed dmv it is just atrocious how much government fails and i like president trump to say i've had it enough of this we're going to put a lot of this stuff in the private sector right we're not going to put up with this foolishness that has been going on and it's about time it is about time and i think it's going to prove successful. But look at the problems. You know, what's the hospital with all the problems? The VA. Who runs it? The government. It's just another example of that. What's the biggest problem? Walter Reed, the, the VA there. Anything they touch, anytime. Has anyone think of when the courts were open and you'd go to the courts and maybe you need to get a document of some kind or whatever? Good luck. I remember being at the courts, Kent County Court, and even the Garyhee Complex in downtown Providence, and I was trying to get a court record of something. And at 3.30, the women were all sitting there with their jackets on. And I said, hi, you know, I, I just got off the radio. I wanted to get a copy of that. Ah, we're closing at 4. I'm kind of getting ready to leave. For a half hour, they get ready to leave. Think of the registry of motor vehicles. Can you imagine? Would that ever happen if that was the private sector? Never. Sheer the government, if they get involved, it's a mess. And that's one of the reasons why I believe that um, with the private sector, the president getting the private sector involved, it's going to be very, very positive. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Lawn Doctor. Call today your best lawn ever guaranteed, 401-392-1025, 401 401- 392-1025 or online they have a great website lawndoctor.com what do they do well outdoor pest control annual program lawn care service they make great lawns happen 
Lawn Doctor Rhode Island, your lawn care company. Love your lawn. Best lawn guaranteed. Call them today, 401-392-1025. Free uh, consultation and estimate, 401-392-1025, Lawn Doctor. And now is the time because you can get the early spring, the crabgrass control, time-release fertilizer, professional blend of high-calcium line, Lawn Doctor. Go online, check them out. It's LawnDoctor.com or call them today, 401-392-1025. Lawn Doctor. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by J.K.L. Engineering. Whether it's heating or cooling, you can depend on J.K.L. Engineering. Licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call them today at 401-351-7600. Listen, we still have a number of months ahead. You're going to need the heat. We don't know what's going to happen. March can still be chilly. April can still be obviously chilly. The heating season. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas high efficiency carrier infinity system the energy efficient they're quiet more affordable than you think if you're saying no gas guess what no problem let jkl engineering design and install a high efficiency heat pump system including ductless splits heats in the winter cools in the summer these units are so efficient it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90 percent highest rebates in the market and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL, Carrier Factory, authorized dealer, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 53 years, JKL's reputation, second to none. Technical expertise, customer satisfaction. JKL is an approved National Grid VPI installer. Call JKL Engineering today. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available for both residential and commercial. Call JKL for a system replacement, oil to gas for a heat pump. They're going to do it right. They're going to do it right the first time. And remember, with JKL Engineering, they'll keep it nice and cool in the summertime and nice and warm in the wintertime. Central Air is a life changer. Central Air is a game changer. And right now, estimates are free. Financing is available. Licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts, the original, the best, JKL Engineering. Call them 401-351-7600. 401-351-7600 for JKL Engineering. It's John DePietro. You're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. Remember, we start at 11. We go till 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. This portion of the program brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Listen, people still get in accidents. Things still happen. Someone hits your vehicle. Or maybe for some reason, you know, you have time off and you say, I've been meaning to get the car fixed. So why not call Kenny and Patricia and let them handle it for you? 272-3340 West Fountain Auto Body. You know, this is a time to kind of get caught up. I'm getting email from some of you, cleaning out the old sock drawer, getting organized in the house. People are throwing things away in clutter. And then also uh, realizing, you know, I need to get that card fixed. So we, we have some time off. I'm told to be at home for the next week. So why not get it repaired? But I, th- I think that's very positive. Now, listen, there's nothing positive about what's going on. And anyone that gets it, it's amazing. I only so far know of one individual who is, um, I'm not going to say who it is, but um, someone I heard that might have it, might have it. I won't 
give it away. I'll value the privacy of that individual. Uh, and it's not positive, but that's the only one that I've heard about. I'm very anxious to see what's going to happen at the end of the week with these children from Cranston West. And I'm not even saying it's their fault, but very anxious to see what happens because there's a, when you have a student that tested positive, very, very good chance that uh, there were other students at Cranston West. And it does take a, a, at least five days, I believe, to metastasize inside your body. So what happens with the situation with Cranston West? Um, that I want to see. Remember, for your business, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-21. MEG, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment. Remember, free estimates. Call them today, 508-336-2110. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. FHWA Inspections or Rhode Island State Inspection Station. Trailer Pickup and Delivery. 24-hour mobile service. ABS repairs, brakes, doors. If it's on a trailer, they can fix it. Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. You're listening to the John DePietro show weekdays. We start at 11 and we go till 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. And remember, you can always listen online. Visit the website, depetro.com. You can contact me there, send an email. If you ever miss any part of the show, you can uh, log on radio show. You can also listen live there, by the way. So wherever you are, anywhere in the world, you can listen live at the website. It's depetro.com. Just click on listen live. If you want to listen, maybe... You know, you're away or you want to go back and listen to a guest, just click on radio show at the dashboard right on the website. And you can also then listen or re-listen, whatever it may be. And there's all the links to my social media that are right there. So whether it's Facebook or Twitter or YouTube or Instagram, it all starts. Folks, remember, it always begins and ends. The show never ends right there at depetro.com. <music> 